Jonas Brodeen and Brock Faber, or Batman and Robin. We preview expectations for the second pairing of Jonas Brodeen and Brock Faber today on Locked on Wild. You're Locked on Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What is happening, everybody? Welcome into another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thank you, as always, for making Lockdown Wild your first listen each and every day. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube and your favorite podcast platforms so you don't miss out on any of our new episodes throughout the course of the week. Today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, providing you with a personal supply of five antibiotics that treat 50-plus infections. Get yours today at jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. On today's episode of Locked on Wild, we will preview the second pairing of Jonas Brodine and Brock Faber. We'll look at expectations for both players and expectations for the pairing as a unit. And we'll look at some of the things that Brock Faber can do for Jonas Brodine that he has not had at his disposal over the last few seasons. My name is Seth Topol, your daily Minnesota Wild insider, and recording this while the Minnesota Vikings are playing. I had the game on, uh, celebrating my birthday here today, uh, just hoping that it would be a competitive enough game uh, to be fun, but yeah, we didn't get that. So uh, we're going to get you an episode here uh, this evening uh, to talk about the uh, second pairing of defense for the Minnesota Wild and a pairing that is going to be relied upon as much as the uh, combination of Jared Spurgeon and Jake Middleton. Uh, Let's consider that uh, when Matt Dumba was the uh, the line mate, pairing mate of uh, Jonas Brodeen, that pairing often rang up some large minute totals. And now Matt Dumba is not in Minnesota anymore. And so stepping into his shoes to fill that spot is Brock Faber, who started his NHL career with a couple of games at the end of the regular season last year, got into two regular season games, and then played during the uh, entirety of the series against the Dallas Stars. And by and large, looked really good. Did play on the third pairing with John Klingberg, helping to uh, try to give you that offensive-defensive combo uh, with Klingberg focusing on the offense exclusively and um, Faber able to help on the defensive side. Faber stepped in, made some great plays. Uh, I remember the uh, the block that he had with the game on the line in overtime in game one that he was able to get just a piece of his stick on the puck and deflect it before it got to the net. Otherwise, that likely would have ended game one in the Dallas Stars' favor uh, favor because um, Philip Gustafson had gone to, I think, his left to try to defend the puck. And it was passed more to the right of the net 
and Faber was able to get just the smallest fraction of his stick on the puck uh, to deflect it out of play and to give the Wild a chance to regroup. And so in just looking right off the bat at what Brock Faber can offer for the second pairing, and I know I've seen comments from uh, all of our everydayers speculating as to what the pairings should be. And I, I do agree that if you put Brock Faber with Jonas Brodeen, uh, you are essentially going with two really good combinations and you're leaving that third pairing uh, with a, a little bit of, uh, of a question mark, a little bit in flux. And I would like to see maybe uh, to try to spread some of that defense out. But I think what we're going to get is Jonas Brodeen and Brock Faber. Because let's remember as well, Faber is a, a rookie by all accounts uh, after getting his uh, brief call up last year. He'll be a rookie, and so the Wild, I think, want to help make sure that uh, if he has any sort of blips throughout the course of his rookie season, that Jonas Brodeen is able to help him out and that he's able to learn from Brodeen um, over the course of the season. Some of the things that Brodeen is able to do uh, will hopefully rub off on Brock Faber. Now, Brodeen, a taller player, a little bit bigger, Faber is essentially a Jared Spurgeon clone, but Faber is a defensive defenseman. He is responsible. He knows what's going on out on the ice, and he is more than capable of playing good defense while he's out there, which means that Jared Spurge or uh, Jonas Brodeen, I beg your pardon, is not going to have to handle the entire defensive assignments for that second pairing he's going to be able to roam he's going to be able to do some other things knowing that Brock Faber is going to be able to handle his assignments whereas before it's like okay we've got Matt Dumba who's an offensive defenseman and Brodeen's going to have to handle a lot of what the defensive assignment is for that pairing and so for Brodeen this year He's going to have somebody with him that is able to contribute offensively, which I think is going to help in some areas uh, that we'll talk about here when we get to Brodeen's statistics, namely on the penalty side of things. Because there were times this past season, and not only with penalties, but with just coverage in general, where it felt like Brodeen was being asked to do a lot. And as a result, was kind of the guy that was in the position to give up the goals or just kind of got turned around at points because he's trying to do everything. And this year, that's not going to be necessary uh, for him to have to do. And so we should see a uh, kind of return to form. And I use that term loosely because... Jonas Brodeen still had a solid Jonas Brodeen season, but a return to form for what we've seen over the last couple of seasons from Brodeen, where he's really able to focus on, you know, pursuit of players and really trying to lock down some of those top names that opponents will throw at you on a nightly basis. Uh, I talked about Spurgeon in our last, our first pairing preview. 
talked about Spurgeon being maybe the uh, the most well-rounded, um, as was pointed out in the comments, most well-rounded defenseman. Well, Jonas Brodeen, it's like if Spurgeon were playing in the NFL, he'd be the safety. He'd be the safety that was good at a bunch of different things. Um, Jonas Brodeen is your number one cover corner. If you have a bona fide wide receiver one on the other team, Brodeen is the one that is going to get matched up on them and is going to get tasked with shutting them down on a nightly basis. Look at what he's done to Connor McDavid over the uh, the course of his career. McDavid has had some struggle-type games, games where he even is essentially checked out against the Minnesota Wild, and that's in large part to what Jonas Bernine has been able to do against him in their head-to-head matchups. But it's not just Connor McDavid. Jonas Brodeen does that on the regular. And so for this second pairing, they are going to be tasked with many important defensive assignments this year, uh, much like the top line is. But it's it's going to be interesting and exciting to see how having two players that can play defense on that pairing, how they handle it, which I would expect will be very well. Now, as far as a production standpoint goes, uh, we will take a look at some of the numbers and try to, on the Brock Faber side, try to figure out kind of what we see from him this season. There's not a lot really to go off of on the Brock Faber side. And so we will talk about uh, stat expectations for both Jonas Brodeen and Brock Faber as we continue today's episode of Locked on Wilds after this. With storms, shortages, pandemics, reliance on China, and supply chain issues, we need to be prepared now more than ever. And there's no worse feeling in a time of emergency than not having what you need. Introducing Jace Medical. Jace Medical allows you the peace of mind by providing you with a Jace case full of important antibiotics for emergency use. And it's so simple to get started with Jace Medical. All you need to do is go online, fill out a form, and then you get a prescription, life-saving medications right to your door. The Jace case gives you peace of mind so that you are not just hoping that you have access to medication in an emergency. Jace Medical makes sure you have the medication in hand. Save more than $360 by getting life-saving antibiotics with Jace Medical, plus an additional $20 off by using code LOCKEDON at checkout at jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com, promo code LOCKEDON. Continuing today's episode of Locked on Wild, once again, thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen each and every day for the everydayers who tune in to the show each and every day. We will be discussing the third pairing on tomorrow's show, and then we will finish next week with the goalies and the coaching staff as we gear you up for the start of the regular season. So let's look at a statistics standpoint for both Brock Faber and Jonas Brodeen. And we like to use in these situations the uh, fantasy projections just because it gives us a little bit of an idea of what to look for uh, for a particular player. So we'll start with Jonas Brodeen, who is projected this year 
to have a similar season to what he had this past year. He played in 60 games total, had three goals, 11 assists, 14 total points, uh, plus minus of 13. Had 30 penalty minutes this season, which was a jump from the 18 he had the previous two seasons. Uh, No points on the power play. Shot 3.3% on the season on 90 shots. Played 22 minutes, 52 seconds per night. Had 130 blocks, which was the third most he's ever had in a season. 50 hits, the second most he's ever had in a season. Had 27 takeaways and 23 giveaways on the season. And so for Brodeen, who's been more of a 20 to 30 point scorer throughout the course of his career, we saw those point totals drop this past season in large part because, again, asked to do a lot with his defensive pairing uh, with Matt Dumba, uh, asked to cover a lot of ground. And so as opposed to stepping up in the play, like we've seen with players like Jared Spurgeon, uh, over the uh, the last few seasons, um, Brodeen was essentially asked to, you know, be ready in the event that things head back the other way in quick fashion. And a lot of times they did. And so having Brock Faber as his line mate this season, I think is going to do a ton of things for Jonas Brodeen this year. But the big one is in the games played department. 60 games for Brodeen uh, this past year, so he missed 22 games. Has not played a full season since 2018-2019, but uh, he played in 73 games two years ago, which is more where you would like to see those uh, games played numbers for a player as important as Jonas Brodeen is to this team. And so we're just going to roll through the numbers, and I will uh, levy whether I think We'll go over or under. I think we're going to get over 60 games for Brodeen this season. Um, I think we'll see him get back closer to that 70 to 80 games played range, which is great for this team and uh, would go very far for helping this defense continue to be one of the best in not only the Western Conference, but also in the NHL as well. So I'm taking the over on games played for Brodeen. I am going to give him benefit of the doubt with a couple more goals than the three that he's projected for uh, this season. He's basically projected for the same point total uh, this year as he had last year. I think he gets the over because we're going to get the opportunity, especially as Brock Faber gets more comfortable at the NHL level. We're going to get the opportunity to see him help Brodeen by being the guy who can kind of hang back um, and allow Brodeen to step up in the play. And I don't know if he'll get close to some of the high point totals that he has had um, throughout the course of his career. Two years ago, he had five goals. Three years ago, he had nine, which was a career high for him. He's more like a five or a six goal per year guy, but he can still give you somewhere around 20 assists. And I just think that we'll see Brodeen get five or six goals this year and uh, be able to help out um, in the assist totals a little bit more as well because he'll be more involved. So I'm taking the over on just about everything for Brodeen from an offensive standpoint. 
penalty-wise, I think we see a uh, pretty sizable drop. Now, again, 30 penalty minutes is, depending on if they're all two-minute infractions, that's 15 penalties in 60 games, which isn't a ton. But I do think we see a reduction there because, again, you have a more responsible defensive partner. You're not going to have to overcompensate to try to prevent catastrophe from happening while Brock Faber is out on the ice. So I think we see a reduction in penalty minutes. I think we see an uptick in minutes because if we do get Brodeen and Faber as that second pairing, you're going to rely on them a lot to minimize the amount that that third pairing is playing. You want those guys, if you're going to go with the two top-heavy pairings, you're going to want those guys around 23, 24 minutes a night and get that third pairing down somewhere in the 12 to 13 minute per night range. And if things get tight, if things get dicey, you can go first and second pairing kind of double shifting essentially. But I think we see some heavy minutes from those guys uh, in trying to just limit the exposure of that third pairing, depending on who's playing in that grouping, which we'll talk about on tomorrow's episode. So I think we're going to get a good season for Jonas Brodeen uh, from an offensive standpoint and from the defensive side, death taxes, Jonas Brodeen locking people down, um, treating it like he is the, uh, the Xavier Rhodes when he was, when he was effective, uh, the Xavier Rhodes of this Minnesota Wild defense. Brock Faber is intriguing because we don't really know what to expect from Brock Faber from a points perspective. And so looking back to what he was able to do uh, at the U of M, uh, Faber in 38 games in his uh, last season with the U, had 27 points. He had four goals, 23 assists for 27 points in 38 games. Uh, had 12 penalty minutes in those 38 games. If you go back to 2021-2022, at the U, he had two goals and 12 assists in 32 games for a total of 14 points. And 2020-2021, he had one goal, 11 assists, 12 points in 27 games. So he is much more... From a skills perspective, points perspective, that's the part of the game for him that has the opportunity to grow. And so for Faber, I'm actually going to do this. I'm going to take what Jonas Brodeen's fantasy projection is. I'm going to take that as what I think we'll see from Brock Faber this season. I think we'll see somewhere around three goals probably somewhere around 13 to 14 assists. And so you're getting somewhere around 17 points and hoping that he is a guy that plays somewhere around, you know, 75 to 80 games and just gives you really solid defense and allows for a perfect complement to what uh, Jonas Brodeen does on a nightly basis. So if he can do that, I think it's a huge win for this team. Because, again, you're talking about a a young, young player who 
is here to help with the defense more so. And the offense just will grow as his game grows, as his frame grows, all that. As he as he kind of continues to grow, you'll see some of those things uh, start to be added to his complement of skills. And so for this second pairing, the hope is, is that you see a little bit of an uptick for Jonas Brodeen and you see a similar type offensive set for Brock Faber for this season while also having them both play really, really good defense pretty much all season long. Now, what is going to be expected of the second pairing for the Wild this year? Well, we will discuss that to finish today's episode of Locked on Wild. That's on the way after this. Final segment of today's episode of Locked on Wild. Once again, thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen each and every day. For the everydayers, once again, you can tune in for tomorrow's episode in which we will talk about Alex Goligoski, John Merrill, and Kalen Addison. Try to figure out what the most effective combo is there and uh, what they can do to help out with the top two pairings doing the heavy lifting this season. So expectations for the second line. As we mentioned, Jonas Brodine is your, your shutdown guy, your pursuit guy, the guy that is going to draw the matchups against the top offensive players on the opponent. He's the guy that can just run with them the whole night, keep them off the board. And so for Brock Faber, he is going to be a critical component of this pairing because he's going to allow Brodeen to do that more while also being able to help with the defense in general more away from that, more towards the net. He's going to be a huge help in front of the net uh, while Brodeen is, is working on pursuit more along the edges of the play. So if Brock Faber can step in and can make that look, um, can make that portion of things look better, then this is a huge win for this team. And gone are the days of having players opposite Jonas Brodeen get worked because you know if you can get Brodeen on the outside that there are defensemen in front of the net that are not going to be able to help out in meaningful ways. We saw that down the stretch uh, with Matt Dumba this season. Now Dumba did to his credit, really pick it up as the season wore on with just his awareness in general. But there were some points last year where you look and you're like, where the heck are you supposed to be? And so if Faber can get a quick grasp of those assignments I think he is somebody that is going to really help bring out the best in what uh, Jonas Brodeen has to offer. Now, unlike, say, Matt Boldy, and maybe not completely unlike, but we have seen Boldy mostly succeed so far this season. But there have been there have been some rough patches, uh, like the month of February where he was goalless this past season. He more than made up for it in March. Rookie players don't always like hit the ground running with playing in the NHL level. It's hard. It's not meant to be an easy thing for a 21-year-old to pick up relatively quickly. 
And so the expectations then for Jonas Brodeen is that if there are instances in which Brock Faber needs a little help, needs a little encouragement, he's going to be able to give that and to help him work through it so that it's not something that leads to a major issue for this team as the season goes on. But again, I don't see it being that way because Brock Faber is a cerebral player. He's a smart player. I think he's going to take to what this wild team does defensively well. And so I think this second pairing is poised for a good season this year, being able to allow Brodeen to further lock down the McDavid's, the Robertson's. That's another name that has had some struggles against the Wild when he's played them. He's had some good games against Minnesota. He's also had some not so good. So if Brodeen can continue to go get those guys and Faber can just do his thing and kind of fly under the radar on that pairing and you get an effective and healthy top pairing of Spurgeon Middleton and an effective and healthy second pairing of Brodeen and Faber, that's a great top four. That's a good, good top four that is going to really help this team limit chances by the opponents um, throughout the course of the season. The question is going to come in as to what the third pairing looks like. And so if these two pairings can do their jobs and keep things in front of them and just limit the number of opponent rushes, just eliminate the mistakes. It's going to go a long way for what this team hopes to accomplish this season. That will do it for today's episode of Locked on Wild. Again, thank you for tuning in. As always, make sure you subscribe on YouTube and your favorite podcast platforms, as well as on social media. Follow us wherever you can so you don't miss out on any new episodes throughout the course of the year. Also, make sure that you are staying tuned on social media as well, because we have a lot that we're going to be rolling out this season um, with the fact that we've got credentials for the year. No better way to do it than to just blow the doors off and uh, and give you a really comprehensive coverage plan this season, which we'll talk about here um, within the next couple of weeks. So make sure to stay tuned for that and uh, just continue to uh, follow along. We'll keep you up to date with anything wild related that pops up. Uh, make sure to check out all we have so far for Locked on Wild Boot Camp, and you can find new episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked On Podcast Network.